everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And I have a very important question for you, Kim. This is going to blow is... your mind. Shoot. Why didn't God create everyone with boobs? <laughs> Why did I know that was coming? Yeah, <laughs> it's a mystery. I don't know. We'd have to ask God uh, about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also the- <laughs> fundamentally disagree with Mahmoud. My legs are fantastic. And well, women find as- them irresistible, Kim. I mean, according to Mahmoud's view of the world, women are incapable of finding men's legs sexual in any way. Yeah. So I don't believe yeah. you. And and men are also incapable of not being creepy, perverted pieces of shit. Like yes. him. Yeah. They have to harass, you know? Right. It's their nature. It's just, what are they, they supposed to. to do when they it's see impossible. a pair of female legs? They see the female legs, insta boner, and you've got to look. Can't look away. Also, Kyle extreme temptation a woman stretching the i mean i mean whoa look god created yoga pants so (laughs) i mean i just don't buy that argument you know you know when we recently saw darcy doing yoga in the park on darcy and stacy i'm still masturbating right now to it (laughs) every man is every man is Wow. Um, the dressing down of Mahmoud by this Egyptian yoga teacher was probably top 10 moments of all time. Would you say? It was absolutely fucking legendary. And <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, I was thinking that the cat at the meditation was going to be the MVP <laughs> of the episode. But I Very have to cute. say, this woman is the MVP of the entire season, maybe all of the other way ever. I, She's great. I, I feel like we have never seen something like this on this show. She is smarter and more articulate than I am about the way that she annihilated him. And she did it in a way that actually has credibility because she's an Egyptian Muslim. And it was just beautiful. It was so good. And I just I will dig into it for a very long time, but this chick, watched- she's like the fucking she's like the fucking Jordan Klepper of shitty Muslims. <laughs> I watched the scene three times. <laughs> like, it was great, right? I was like, I need to remember this. <laughs> like, I, I need I, these lines. <laughs> uh, people are going to be talking about her as their hero on all of the ninety day metaverse forever she's fucking iconic from now on here's the problem though do we see her again god i don't know (laughs) i really hope so (laughs) and you know i was thinking as i was watching it like she's so she's so fucking awesome a part of me feels like she's a plant like are are you really a meditation are you really like a meditation yoga teacher or are you like a fucking professor of feminist studies at the university of cairo or something yeah i know she was like that articulate in the way that she just the way that she called him out and said like what verse i'll recite a verse and starts reciting like verses from the quran i was like damn this woman knows her shit and you he just has no rebuttal and 
I loved her main point. What do you that t- she- excuse? What are you talking about? He has a rebuttal. <laughs> what if I had tits? I have. <laughs> I still have no fucking idea what the argument was trying to be, Kim. <laughs> I. I don't understand either. It was why, like, I wonder. Why, why didn't God give me big old fakers? Fucking <laughs> got him. I just fucking won Islam. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck y'all women. For me, like the biggest point that she made to dress him down was like, I, she, she hates like the, his laziness and that he just believes what he was told. He never right. really dug into the Quran and tried to understand himself. And he's really just following what, you know, he's learned over his 31 years of life. And I think that, you know, was a, a really interesting point that she made that she's thought about these things clearly with a lot of depth and she takes her religion seriously. And it was just, I, it was educational it was, we finally got answers to like, is Mahmoud conservative it, in comparison to the rest of Egyptian society? Like she talked about that. It was great. Also, I want to take that meditation class. It looked very warm and cozy. I need somebody to tell me I'm brave while a cat moves around <laughs> totally. and lays beh- behind me. I would love it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. The other thing that we learned this episode is that, I well, I have to take back something. I oh, feel no. like what happened? I have to retract my statement making oh. fun of Jen's friends for calling Rishi a catfish because he kind of is a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? Where was where's this dad bod come from, bro? <laughs> what is is this like it, that picture that he sent definitely pre-COVID, right? <laughs> I prefer a dad bod myself because I well, just yeah. that, that pre-COVID picture is just that's if I ever met a dude, I mean pre-marriage it's, that looked like that, it's too much. It's intimidating, right? We're it, absolutely yeah. Dad, that guy's dad not gonna go like, eat a milkshake with you. You know what I mean? Listen, listen, I'm a safe bet, yeah, y'all. You know? You don't have to worry about me getting looks from Mahmoud on the street for my legs, you know, <laughs> I'm a safe bet. Uh, yeah, the, I don't know, man, Rishi, but Jen was feeling it though. I love that. She called out. It's not like he's ripped or anything, but I still think he's pretty sexy, like with his shirt off and I still kind of want to bang him. <laughs> but Jen, Jen, you gotta stop talking during the massage. You the gotta worst. stop. Oh the my worst. god, the fucking worst. One of my friends just told me they were they had a massage last week and the masseuse like talked to them the whole time. I I can't uh you know that that's a level much. of confidence that borders on psychopathy. Yeah. That's I agree. um that that's a a detachment from the baseline human condition is what that is. <laughs> I agree. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we are always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. 
I've personally found that therapy has helped me learn positive coping skills for when I'm going through hard times. And it, it's also taught me how to set healthy boundaries. It, it's just not, it's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. It really empowers anyone to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you want. So discover your potential with BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com slash cray today. You get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash cray cray thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode this is a big episode i enjoyed this episode i loved this episode i want matt sharp to uh touch my hot dog bun i loved it so much <laughs> watching this show just gives me life it is the only thing that matters to me in the entire world <laughs> And um, I never will say a bad thing about 90 Day Fiance ever again. So thank you. Thank you so much, Matt Sharp. You can put your sausage in my soggy hot dog bun. <laughs> Did she just have an O shot? <laughs> yes. That's why it's soggy. Yeah. If you're not watching Darcy and Stacy, you really are just like missing out. Um, Darcy and Stacy is fucking hysterical. And I'm I'm not being facetious there. It's really dumb and great. We starting with the big guns. We starting with Nicole and Mahmoud. sure, yeah. I want to talk about Fivel going on her big adventure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was so distracted by like the dressing down. I didn't even consider what she was wearing you gotta, you gotta, we gotta appreciate that hat situation kim <clears throat> i mean mahmoud is not impressed when they go to get this hummus which by the way this this hummus drink <laughs> or dish or whatever it sounds incredible like, but it's uh, just it's like you're gonna love this i'm taking you out babe i'm gonna take you to a restaurant and then it's she's like oh we're gonna maybe we'll go to a museum or something and it's a fuck like look i'm sure it was delicious but it's a cart on the side of the fucking freeway i know it's on the overpass it's not exactly romantic <laughs> no no not at all but i mean i want some chickpeas and some lemony broth sounds great uh, but she tells Mahmoud while they're on this this date of sorts that um, she's met this woman and Mahmoud is is not impressed. Yeah, she had. It sounds like she has problems with men, he says, and he immediately <laughs> knows this type of woman as well. And he is he is not OK. He is uh, not OK with it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, well, you, you know, you, you're happy. Um, so I won't ruin this for you. Like, why would that even enter your mind if you were a normal person? Why would ruining something that makes your your wife happy even be on the radar? But uh, she she said something bad about Egyptian men. She said all well, Egyptian men are just like you. <laughs> Douchebags. Yeah. Yeah. So great. <laughs> So, and, um, yeah. so, you know, maybe you never meet her again. <laughs> but they meet in the middle, Kyle, they compromise. And he's like, well, I'm going to meet her. If I approve, I guess you can be friends with her. 
Thanks. Thank you for uh, Nicole your and Mahmoud, or sorry, Mahmoud meeting Naran is a terrible idea. Like, yeah, I yeah. want to know where this place is that they're meeting. Is this just a normal place? Is this a new Cairo? Because Naran shows up and just like a floral dress. Um, it has short sleeves. She looks, I mean, she looked modest to me, you know, and Mahmoud is like, oh, you know, mm, 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 this is not cool. Instant instant hard on as soon as he sees those legs you know <laughs> those arms i mean whoa, just taking it taking a step back for a second isn't it kind of wild that she talked to this person for what 10 minutes and now like come meet my husband in a cafe maybe it's just me but i mean i i don't know i don't have any friends so i guess this is i don't know what i'm talking about but it just seems kind of <laughs> forward to me but uh maybe you should listen to me about making friends i don't know i think naran was really excited about the uh chance to dress down mahmoud on <laughs> just tel- on fuck, tv to just fuck someone up on tv yeah yeah become an, I mean, become an american hero <laughs> she did a great job so thank you for your service uh but yeah it is like a little weird if you look at it logically i would not do this if somebody was like well, I need permission to be friends with you. Will you come meet my husband at a cafe? I would be like, no. Actually, I might, out of curiosity. Out of curiosity, I might. Um. <laughs> anyway, we get there. Do you and- want to insert yourself into my totally not get out relationship? <laughs> the first thing she says is, you know, it's pretty weird for me to meet the husband first and like get approval and Mahmoud immediately like launches it. She's immediately on the defense telling about like, Oh, well you're Egyptian. You know how Egyptian husbands think about wives and Rod fires back. She's an adult. Don't you trust her? And calls and him then the stereotypical off. Egyptian. Yeah. Man. yeah. So what was your, off. what was your favorite quote? What was your favorite moment of the dressing down? Oh, I, I mean, I just lost my fucking shit at his comeback. Well, first of all, <laughs> the whole legs thing. I mean, he really comes, he really goes mask off here because, you know, she says, uh, you know, she says something much more articulate and intelligent version of, of something we've said before, which is like, why can't men be the ones that don't fucking harass and leer at women. Why is it yeah. their responsibility to make men not creepy perverts? Yeah. And his response is, well, if I see a woman's legs, I think, yeah, those are sexy legs. So he basically admits, he admits that he is <laughs> he is one of the perverts that is yeah. literally incapable of controlling himself. And if he sees a woman who's not covered... Uh, is he just saying uh, he's not implying that he's going to be like sexually aggressive toward them or something? I'm not taking it that far, but he's essentially implying that the way that he thinks would make him concerned because other men think like him and are creeps. And then she turns it around on him and just trolls him so hard because he's I like for a second, I thought that when she said, you know that that turns women on too. For a second, I was thinking that she was trolling him, that lesbians exist. 
Yeah, and I just, when I, I watched lost it again, my shit. I, yeah, yeah, but that was but funny. what she but what she really meant was women like men's legs, so why don't you guys cover up? And Which, his res- yeah. his response is women never ever in the history of the world have liked men's legs basically which is the dumbest fucking seven-year-old retort and kim why didn't it why didn't god create everyone with titties uh i don't know i don't understand i don't understand the retort i don't understand the point but i haven't laughed that hard at anything on 90 day in a really long time that was great one no of the sense. stupidest fucking things I've ever heard. And I've watched every episode of Darcy and Stacy. <laughs> I just I loved it when she said, so you're blaming the wrongdoings of men on Nicole. I was like, that's such a simple and astute way of 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 describing what he's talking about and you can just really tell like Mahmoud doesn't have the intellectual capacity no. to to discuss with this woman she is light years ahead of him um she talks about like covering the hair and it being unhealthy there's no verse in the Quran that says she has to cover her arms or her hair it just says that she has to be modest and he's like yeah no yeah there is yeah there is and she's like well what verse and he doesn't know because he's probably hasn't read it. He's just taken the cliff notes that he's learned as a child. And Naran later calls him lazy. And I think she's absolutely right. She's like, he hasn't dived into the details of his own religion. He's just taken what other people have told him for um, for truth. And he hasn't actually like questioned or, or read anything about this. And I thought that was like a really interesting uh, and analysis look, I mean, of him. Isn't that, isn't, I mean, look, isn't that at least 75% of all followers of major religions? I mean, Mahmoud is not, I would Mahmoud say is not, a, yeah, Mahmoud is not alone in this no. by any stretch. And this isn't a, a Muslim thing either. He Mm-mm. in particular is, is a particularly ignorant jerk. And that's what she's getting at here. And look, I mean, it's it's pretty clear that she's met a lot of dudes like this. And she's had a lot of time to think about <laughs> how hypocritical and shitty they are. Meanwhile, he has never had to confront anything like this before. Because never. he, as she kind of says, he's not that deep. He's a follower. He's never questioned anything in his life because he hasn't had to because he lives in a super conservative bubble on purpose where no one's going to question him, where he's the top dog because he's a Mayan and he can get away with anything he wants. And like this dude crumbles under the slightest logical reasoning. And it has nothing to do with actually attacking his faith as something like Mm -hmm. illogical. That's not what it is. It's pointing out that he's taking a extreme interpretation. That's not supported by the text, according to her. And -hmm. it's interesting to see him just squirm about it. Cause he just, he doesn't know. He doesn't, he doesn't have any, he's like, I'll find the verse. I'll find the verse. I feel like I've had discussions like this about Catholicism with people growing up. So yeah, uh, I can definitely yeah. relate a little bit, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, he just, he calls her the worst girl he's ever met in his life. (laughs) And he says about Naran, oh, she just picks and chooses what she likes from religion and applies it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what you do, not her. Calling her the worst girl you've ever met in your life means that he's clearly (laughs) never watched Angela on this show. He's never watched 90 Day Fiance ever. He's never watched a show. You're right. No. Um, They end up where Mahmoud says, I love you, honey, and your friend is so nice. Again, (laughs) fitting the exact description that this woman (laughs) said at the the class, which was they shower you with sweet words, but they just want to control you. (laughs) When he's like, when he said your friend, very nice, it just, it made me think of fucking Gollum. It, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fat hobbit, so nice. <laughs> My mind did not go there, but I'm glad yours did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Mahmood, I'm so proud that you didn't storm off in a oh. rage punching drywall and drinking Mountain Dew. I'm so proud. The fucking bar is at the Earth's core, Kim, for this woman. I, I know. I mean... I'm so proud that you didn't fly into a violent, misogynistic rage, Mahmoud. He, she says she's so proud of her husband because he wasn't violent. <laughs> didn't storm stuck. off. And stuck to his beliefs, Uh, but she in the uh, same breath says, but he really has got to change because like I need some freedom or I'm going to go insane. uh, It's like, so which is it? You're proud of him or you wish he would have fucking listened to this woman? I believe I have a sick pack and I'm sticking to that forever. And you cannot convince me otherwise, or I will get violent. Yeah, I mean... I love, I love, like you, you already talked about this, but her last quote, Narod, and like her, her, um, Naran, sorry, I keep like mispronouncing her name. And her ITM was like, Mugmood's not that deep. He's a follower. He's just never dug into this to find out what makes sense. And I, I loved it. God, I just, this woman, they need somebody like this forever, like to explain the cultural context to us, the viewer who don't know anything about it. I, this is the most helpful scene and the most entertaining and just the best scene all season. If she she needs to have a YouTube channel immediately. <laughs> Remember when we had Adam the translator for Yazin and Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he was like a celebrity for like a short period of time. Oh, he's still uh, he's still big on Reddit. He still posts updates really? about his yeah, he still posts updates about his cat shelter. He was in our Facebook group for a while. I remember. He was awesome. I mean, we loved him. I didn't know. I remember he had that cat rescue. Um, anyway, I, I don't know. I Adam didn't give us as much cultural context as Naran. I mean, and was not nearly like this gr- great. But um, it reminded me a little bit of just he did explain some things to the viewer that we wouldn't have otherwise known, which is helpful. He was he was very he was very diplomatic. He was. He was almost too diplomatic, I'd say. But well, he's a translator, him. you know, that's true. Yeah, he's got to rein it in. So what where do we go from here with Nicole Mahmoud? 
I don't fucking know. I th- it, this it bizarrely seems like she thinks that that went well. <laughs> you know, there is like, no I'm way so, he's gonna let her be friends with this woman. I know it's so confusing. Uh, so I this I mean honestly, of all the things we've seen so far, if he tells her you cannot hang out with this person. I mean, I gen I believe that that is far more disturbing and impactful to her than the close stuff. Um, because that that's that's an example of controlling behavior that crosses that crosses a line from like these are my cultural beliefs to oh the you're just this is just straight up fucking handmaid's tale shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that will be. It sounds like she's allowed to go to meditation class, not yoga class, but like, would, because would they're Mayan. Let, yeah. Would, would Mahmoud let Nicole go and meet her for dinner? Not even like dancing, drinking, like that's completely off the table. Let's be real. But like, would he let her meet Naran for dinner in New Cairo? I'm going to another guess po- no. Okay probably but another possibility is that she just starts lying to him oh where is she she sits in a room for 12 hours a day what's she gonna lie yeah or or, no what i mean is what i mean is maybe they maybe they do just go out to dinner but then naran's like come on let's go to the fucking club where is she gonna tell mahmoud she's at a meditation retreat there's no way he's letting her stay out overnight Mahmoud's no real dumb. She That's could probably true. tell him anything and he's going to be mad either way. Yeah. <sighs> Say prayer circle or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about Lomi. <laughs> like, seriously, I could just talk about this. I know. We are for... texting each other like pictures of our dirt. I like, text you forth. pictures of dirt, Kim. <laughs> That's how cool Lomi is. Seriously, I, I got one for my wife for Christmas because she really is into dirt. <laughs> if you guys are wondering what the hell a Lomi is, it's this machine. It's probably the size of a crock pot, would you say? Yeah. It's electric. It sits on, it's called an electric composter. It sits on your counter or, I mean, wherever the hell you want to put it. It sits for me in my kitchen on my counter and you just like throw your food scraps and other compostable stuff in there and it creates dirt. It's pretty incredible. I have an entire bin of dirt that now, unlike you, <laughs> I was going to ask where the sun fucking shines. <laughs> where do you put it in the winter? I have, I have just like a bin with, I, by the time I'm actually able to use this in Idaho, I'm going to have almost an entire, it's crazy how much this produces. Yeah. So I fill up my flower beds. I have like two yeah. raised flower beds and I just like keep dumping this dirt from the loamy like into the flower beds and I mean, it's they're like full of this super rich. It's so much better than what you can buy at the gardening store. And it's literally from my garbage. Like I throw my garbage in this freaking machine. It's cut down. The, I, I don't even fill up our trash can anymore. I know. It really cuts our gar. I feel like it cuts our garbage by like a third. I put everything in there. Coffee, grounds, all your vegetables and fruits, yep. eggshells. You can put a little bit of meat. Anything that you would honestly put down the garbage disposal. And you shred up cardboard. You're supposed to put like a little bit of base of cardboard. So it gets rid of so much stuff. Yeah. And I swear, I'm filling up a gallon Ziploc 
of dirt every week, pretty much. And I swear to God, too, it doesn't smell like I've wanted to get into composting for a long time, but my husband was like, I can't have worms in our backyard and our HOA is probably going to complain. It's going to stink, <laughs> which is fair. I mean, yeah, I've seen some some smelly operations, but this thing, it doesn't smell. It doesn't make noise. No, we've and we've tried to do it, too, with, you know, some, digging a pit, you know, <laughs> and there's just all sorts of uh, let's just say critters end up in there and it's a you don't even want to open it it's terrifying no and if you have a dog the dog is always like wants to eat it it's gross (laughs) so anyway we really like Lomi it's we love Lomi our our code cray cray for Lomi will get you an awesome discount yes we do we get $50 off it's a pretty good deal that's a big discount it is it's a big discount so if you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash cray cray or use promo code cray cray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash cray cray and use promo code cray cray at checkout. L-O-M-I, get it. It's awesome. We both have one. This show is brought to you by Better Sleep. I don't have trouble falling asleep, but I do have trouble waking up in the middle of the night and getting back to sleep. When you've got a lot on your mind, it's hard to get the sleep that you need. But sleep is so important. With the Better Sleep app, you can personalize a sleep experience that calms your racing thoughts and boosts concentration. In fact, Business Insider says that Better Sleep is one of the most positively reviewed apps in the history of the Apple Store. I love Better Sleep because even though I live in a city, I love falling asleep to nature sounds. And with Better Sleep, I can personalize my own mix. There's so many sounds to choose from. Uh, Right now, my mix is like a campfire and something called Canadian Forest. I don't really know how that different from a regular forest, but the Canadian one is really good. And I even use some of the white noise sounds to focus at work during the day too. There's a lot of sleep meditations I really enjoy. There's binaural beats and there's also one called Ocean Waves Sleep Hypnosis. I've used that one to fall back asleep um, when I wake up in the middle of the night. It works really well for me. Over 200 soothing sounds and a range of smart features to help you sleep faster, deeper, and for longer. And you can explore audio tracks from categories such as ASMR, brainwaves, meditation, stories, and more. This app has 55 million downloads and counting and is one of the most positively reviewed apps in the App Store ever. When you sleep better, you feel better. Improve your quality of life in as little as one week. Download Better Sleep from your App Store or Google Play. That's Better Sleep on the App Store or Google Play. All right, who's next? You want to talk about Rishi, Jen? They're trying to make it. They got to meet the astrologer friend again. Um, I love. Wait, have we seen this guy? I don't think so. Natasha, he's. He, we saw another friend, but I don't remember him being an astrologer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't recognize this guy. But again, goldfish brain. Um, they're meeting at totally not a strip club. I, that, they're a, totally trying to make it out like Rishi's going to strip clubs. I'm I like, know it's not weird. a strip club. It was weird though. It was like two of them in this room. It's it, it's she, interesting. Yeah. You've been to a Moroccan restaurant where they come out and they do belly dancing, I assume. And that's cool. But you're in a room with like 60 people. 
and you know yeah. going around and that this there's something about the fact that it's in like a private little tiny room that i found odd but uh you know and in broad daylight broad daylight and they're not like drinking or like eating anything they're just like staring sitting in this room in the middle of the day it staring. was weird yeah yeah i wonder what jen would think about that i liked the flipping of the hair i was like totally. damn i would yeah. get a headache i give you props dancer um uh, nicole's so, yeah, definitely they... not allowed to do that dance <laughs> no she's not uh they they talk about the horoscopes so natesh talks about like this is not going to work with Jen and Rishi together. But if they must. If it, it unless it's August 2nd at 4 p.m., dumbass, of course. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not going to work. Shut up. You don't know anything about Saturn. <laughs> That's two months from now. Rishi's like, I don't think Jen's going to be cool with waiting two months. I but don't he know. Certainly about is, he certainly is. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Natesh Natesh consulted with production and asked them how much time they think they needed to get enough footage <laughs> before <laughs> the parents meet get get the download on the penult- penultimate episode. I want to know what Jen's daily life is like. I think she probably has the most interesting like daily routine of anybody. I mean, Nicole, they haven't filmed for two months because she's been sitting in a room by herself for 12 hours a day. Jen actually gets out and does some things. So at least there's that. But I still think it's probably pretty boring. Um, But she acts like she's all mad at Rishi for hitting on her friend online. But when they see each other. Yeah. No, she's not even. She's like, oh, and they do like the loud kissing thing again. And I'm like, oh, God, why the noises? He learned from his past mistakes. He got the apartment ready. Blankets. Yeah. Toilet paper. She's got cups. She's got dishes. That's good. A man that can learn is good. That's good. <laughs> they, I'm glad he got her do, blanket. Do, she was like freezing they do last exist. time. They, they do exist, Kim. <laughs> I mean... She's, it's like she stayed there a full month or two before without any blanket, like the whole time. That's well, madness. I don't, I don't think she needs a blanket right now based on what we're seeing. It looks horrifyingly hot and humid. That, and just, wait, the, the oil massage or just no, the just, weather? Just the weather. It looks like a yeah. nightmare. Yeah, it's very humid. Um, So, you know, she's pumped. Again, I don't understand why these two are not having sex. She's like, yeah, you know, it's been several years since we've been intimate. How do you just stop fucking after you were for like a year and then you don't see each other for three years? And you're like, yeah, not going to do that. That's I just don't understand this at all. I don't understand. I don't get it. I, if that's once you let that cat out of the bag, how do you stuff it back in there? <laughs> you know? I don't it's, know. It's like letting let, opening a jar of bees and then trying to catch every bee <laughs> and put it back in the jar. <laughs> Just like have sex, man. Just fuck. Come on. We're a sex positive podcast over here. Get I, get it busy. It makes no sense. Yeah. They they both need it. I it, fuck Rishi. <laughs> Here's my tinfoil. 
Here's my tinfoil. <laughs> Please. My tinfoil is that mom has been secretly sneaking in extra calories so that he can just <laughs> so that she can uh, break his spirit down and just arrange a marriage with some basic bitch down the street. She's like, those modeling pictures are too hot. No, you're never going to get you're never going to get married with those because you're just going to be able to be a fuck boy around the neighborhood with your long exactly. hair all yeah. the time. I'm, I'm going to swap out this non-fat for heavy whipping cream and just <laughs> start start getting the fucking lineup going. We don't need any more of these foreign bitches on Instagram DMing nope. Rishi. No. Nope. We are going to get him a local lover. So what did you think about the hot oil massage? Oil drip therapy. It was hard to concentrate because they were f- talking the entire fucking oh. time. But it looked interesting. It looked kind of cool. I cannot imagine putting that quantity of oil on my face and hair. Also, it, I I also, was it cold oil? I thought it was supposed to be hot oil. It's warm oil. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, it's already hot and humid. Adding hot oil to the equation sounds terrible, but you know, I agree. Could not agree more. Give me a massage Give me like a hydrofacial maybe, but like this hot oil on my forehead and in my hair, like my hair is not going to recover from that for a month. I'm just going to look like a grease ball. I don't know. Jen does. She's like, I don't know what to do about this in my hair. Like, yeah, (laughs) I would have had that question before it started. But yes. uh, So what what do you think uh, about the conversation post-massage? She can't really enjoy the massage anyway because she's thinking about his dims, dims. Dims. The whole time, you know, as soon as it's over. Like, <laughs> she basically, he admits everything. He's like, yeah, I talk with girls on social media. Here's my phone. That's almost, is it more troubling that he doesn't think what he's doing is wrong? Or would it be more troubling if he lied and he knew it was wrong and he tried to hide it? (laughs) So I'm, I'm curious about this. So for one thing, I'm with Rishi on the picture. I still am. He even says, yeah, that I literally just copied that from a social media post that I made like 10 minutes before. So he just straight up admits, yeah, that's just a picture I send because it's my social media, like attention grabber. Right now. If she says, can you please not send that picture again? And he says, sure. Okay. Like case closed. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, if I'm sending, if someone asks me for a picture, you think I'm going to send the shittiest picture of myself that I have on my phone? No, I'm going to send send the one where I look. Ignore them. Why are you talking to some rando? That's well. Now that you put it that way. Okay. If some some random guy contacts me on Instagram and says, send me a pic. And I send him a picture of me and my dog because that's like the only thing. Like, that's still weird. It's still weird. Like, who the fuck is... I'm just engaging with a rando. Okay, you got me. You got me. (laughs) I'm I'm dialing it back here. Let's walk back a little bit. His... 
his his excuse for why he talks to people in his DMs at all is a little bit spurious, right? What is ba- his, what is his excuse? His excuse is that he's a model and he puts out all the, this content on social media and naturally people are going to reach out to him and so he just talks to them, I guess is his reasoning. And it doesn't can, okay. it doesn't see it mean it I'm not saying that that is like totally cool, but that's his reasoning. And if you're a model and you have and you that's your professional job, which I don't even think it is, but he's a model on the side. He's like he's a model yeah. on Instagram. And so it's like send me a pic. Like that's his that's his kind of like commodity of himself. Yeah. To, you know what I, I mean? That's, I yeah. I'm not trying to talk you out of it because the way that you put it, like, why are you even talking to random chicks at all? Like, yeah, that actually makes sense. Why she would be if, not okay with it. But is that, I mean, one question I would have is, is that a boundary that they've established in their relationship? Do not talk to strange women, even if it's totally innocent. I don't, I don't know. I guess it depends on like I I need to check out his social media because is he trying to do spawn con like is he monetizing it is he trying to get modeling gigs from Instagram if that's the case I do understand like you have to engage with your audience I hope that um, he is now after being on the show yeah but like Although if, he has if to he, hit the gym more just, <laughs> if he has like three hundred followers and it's just right. like his personal Instagram and you're engaging with randos like that's not appropriate like yeah, that's Jeff odd. was like why are you sending them roses and he just kind of shrugs I, what the like, fuck? I yeah know. that was weird that was strange too i i'm withholding judgment on the arranging to meet up with someone until we know what he exactly said because i don't know i don't trust her friends i still don't trust her friends we don't know i i haven't seen the exact wording maybe it is more innocent than she's making it out to be but well, no the exact wording the roses, was you the, didn't the roses call me. thing the roses thing is bizarre too like my my look my trust like look i'm not saying that i'm still confident in rishi after this <laughs> i'm not this is weird but i just don't i don't I don't completely buy the picture thing. It's actually, as you said, it's actually weirder that he's talking to them at all than sending the picture. Yeah, because the picture's on his Instagram. So right. anybody can see it. It's his calling card. It's his calling card. What a waste of a massage. I, mean, I know, right? Let's bring it up. Worked up. They always do this right when they're supposed to be the most chilled out and relaxed and happy <laughs> every time. I have to say, though, I like Jen because she's like a little erratic. You know, she's like super chill and lovey-dovey with him. And then all of a sudden she's in a rage. Yeah, she goes <laughs> for the fucking throat. <laughs> it's really funny to me. And so I appreciate it. But um, Rishi seems like zero percent concerned about all of this. Because he knows he can probably talk his way out of it. He probably can. Yeah. Oh, how is she going to get all that oil out of her hair? <laughs> I'm really worried about this. I don't know. You want to talk about Gabe and Isabel? Sure. Um, 
if you ever catch me working out in a park with Polish father-in-law, just know that I've received a lobotomy and I need help. I love this like workout equipment in the park. It's like kind of this metal. It's all painted yellow and they have like fake ellipticals and bikes and stuff. It's really funny and very kind of, I feel like I remember seeing these types of um, park exercise equipment in like the 90s. And it's really great. Polish I love father that there in law, are people using it. Like Polish father-in-law could definitely lead a a boot camp <laughs> in the in the park with this equipment. Just just picturing him with like a megaphone. Okay, <laughs> lazy American slob. Engage engage muscles in fat tummy. And sit body up if you are capable. If not, go back to Poland. You get thin quite quickly. Uh, yeah. This no was... more pierogi for you, Kyle. <laughs> I am not working out with anyone. We've talked about this many times. I'm not working out with anyone in the park. I don't care if it's my in-laws, a friend, my spouse. Absolutely not. I'm uncomfortable with my activity. I'm uncomfortable with my dog watching me do calisthenics, Kim. So. <laughs> so the dad comes prepared, though. He's like, hey, I have some questions, uh, which is good. I have in my notes. That's good, right? Uh, Gabe's nervous. He thinks that his that the dad is going to kind of retract his. I don't know his blessing, I guess, or it's a wrong word. I don't even know what's his approval. I don't even Re- know what to call retract it. Retract his warm feelings. Yes. <laughs> his understanding. His, but yeah. We, we get, I think his questions were really good and you could tell that he had thought about them. And he said, you know, how did you make the decision? Like, what was it like? How did you feel? And I thought that Gabe's explanations were interesting as well. Um, you know, he's doing his best in Spanish. He had to use the translator a little bit, but he gives the dad like a photo album of himself growing up, but says he can't, he doesn't, he can't really look at it because he, he hates those photos so much. Um, which I thought was, I don't know. All of this has been really educational, if I'm being honest, I think. I wasn't really surprised at all at this scene. His dad really showed, I think, who he was in the last episode. And we kind of just continue on with that theme. He's a, he's a, this guy's a lovely human being that understands that he was a little bit ignorant about a topic. And instead of deciding because he doesn't understand something, he's going to rage and hate people that, that are that are like Gabe simply because he doesn't understand or because of like someone like Mahmoud who takes texts and twists the actual meaning into something to use for your own hateful agenda. He approaches this with curiosity and kindness. And again, this is he says that God helped him understand I know. You just don't you just like don't hear that enough in our country because just, for some really fucking stupid ass reason trans rights have become a political issue when 
you know, rights shouldn't be political at all. And this guy is trying to understand and, and Gabe, as you said, Gabe does a good job kind of imparting empathy, right? This, this wasn't about anything except my own struggles and journey. And guess what? When he made the transition to a man, because it was his fucking choice to do it, he was happier. Imagine that. Being able to do something that you want made you happy. Crazy thought. And so at the end of this scene, her dad's like, you know, God told tells me to love each and every person and everyone, even LGBTQ people. And that's just that. I mean, it was, it was thought, lovely. Yeah. The dad, I just, we see so little of this. Like you say, somebody that doesn't understand something and in such a short amount of time, I think that's the thing too, because we've seen, you know, other, like in the Kenny and Armando storyline, his dad did not react this way. And I think in real life, this is perhaps not, unfortunately, the norm of, of the reaction we would see. And yeah. it, it just, I, I would, I would describe yeah. Armando's father's reaction as tolerance yeah. Th- this feels like we're moving toward acceptance. Which I is, feel like it is acceptance. It feels yeah. in such a short amount of time, too. He was like, yeah, I am on board. And f- I just thought that's really awesome. Which is such a better place to be <laughs> tolerant. Yeah, uh, acceptance. But we, we kinda, like when, when I hear so when I hear someone that's like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm tolerant of all people. Like that means like you're you, you just <laughs> tolerate are like at the point where you're not going to beat the shit out of someone like that's that's i just tolerance is a very low bar yeah agree that just means like to ignore to your maximum effort you know <laughs> i mean i i just remember we talked about last week or the week before we were like well dad seems to be cool with this mom was immediately fine but it might take him a beat. You know what I mean? It might take a few weeks for him to really like parse this out, read, educate himself. I feel like this is a couple of days later and dad is fully on board and has already spent all day reading about this, you know, talking to God, helping him understand Gabe. And, you know, we asked Gabe asked for permission and he just thinks this is great. This is fantastic news. He's so happy that Isabel's going to settle down. It, it was just, it's, <laughs> we don't usually see happy endings on the show. So. The proposal I thought was cute as fuck. Very it made cute. me, it made me emotional. Yeah. Um, Wrote out I, the whole thing in Spanish. This is how you fucking prepare to ask yeah. somebody to marry you. He got the kid's permission. He got the dad's permission. That's important to her. Right. He actually like thought about it. I, I, I will say I don't exactly understand what they were making prior to the proposal. Were, were those supposed to be cups or flower pots or something? I have no idea i don't understand how one could physically drink from that cup unless you had darcy's mouth or something (laughs) i just 
I love that Isabel was like, he's really into pottery all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know why he wants to come back here why, like two days in a row. Com- why do we keep coming back to pottery? <laughs> they look really happy, though, after the proposal. But I did have one small memory. Remember Gabe's sister was like, you're bad at commitment and you like to you know, date lots of people. I'm like, oh God, I hope that was just for the camera because if these two break up, love is dead and I'm very sad. This is kind of on the like Brett and Tiffany from yeah, Love is Blind level at this thinking, point. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Kenny and Armando, Brett no. and Tiffany, Gabe, you know, Gabe and Isabel, you all, I'm sorry to say it, but it has to be said, you have a responsibility now of keeping love alive. <laughs> You have to stay together forever. Yeah. That's just it's it's for the good of the race and society. You must <laughs> you you must keep the human race intact and keep us <laughs> believing that we can find love so that we may procreate and multiply. Thank you. Yes. Oh, great stuff. So let's talk about Osama. <laughs> We had this one scene, so but it was silly. great. It was great. You know, you know, I have, I do have to say, the the cafe poetry reading, it was entertaining, but oh, it yes. wasn't. It wasn't as wildly hilarious as I thought it was going to be. Because I have to say, honestly, I like. You, maybe come at me. Maybe you're gonna th- you think I'm insane, but I don't think that poem was that bad. His, yeah. We will read it, Kyle. We will read okay. it. Okay, let's, read it back to me. Off read, it, okay. read it back. Okay, I'll read it back. I Think of You is the title of the poem. Yeah, sure, sure. As the sun setting in the sea, you sail to my dark world. You make all the poems dancing. Are you the Messiah of the worlds? <laughs> okay, <You're- laughs> take it back. <laughs> no, that's not the worst. Your words are deeply like the Bible. Touch me, hold my bones, my heart and everything breathe inside me. You, the beautiful poem, your time has come to be alive, to dance and sing. Okay, we've heard worse, you have to admit. Yes, but we have. I want, I think I must have just, my brain must have been self-protecting and tuned out a lot of that. But we have the Messiah, definitely heard. The Messiah part yeah. killed me. I think that the dude before him was actually cringier, but oh yeah, I don't know. yeah. But look, this is this has got to be staged, right? Like they're in Morocco at a coffee house, and there's people only doing English poetry. It's an international cafe, Kim. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what the fuck goes on in Morocco. But this just it felt like an open mic night when I was in college at the local yes. vegetarian restaurant. You know. <laughs> Vegan restaurant, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, definitely vegan. No, you're right. Yeah. So I love that, like, Debbie starts out, things are going way better with Osama after a bumpy start. She is so pumped to be going to this poetry reading. What is it? Day three? Yeah. We don't have anything like this in Sugar Hill. You don't yeah, say. Yeah. Her <laughs> fucking mind is blown. She's She's been catapulted back to the 60s right now. Yeah, she's just so happy that he's not ashamed of her. <laughs> the bar is low. <laughs> I say, I say, that poem brings me back to when it was in my dims. 
<laughs> oh, Debbie loves it. She loves the poem. She, uh, she's, she's literally swooning. I think she's about to pass out. And then Osama goes into this rant that we heard last week of like, I will prove my love to you. Only actions. I'm like, I think those were words. I was like, a I'm woman. pretty sure. I was a woman dying of thirst and he's a cool glass of water on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. He's like, he's like hot oil, oil in my hair. <laughs> that fucking oil. God, it was hot. Can you imagine in the humidity what that oil feels like stuck in your hair? God, terrible. Ooh. Just clogging your pores with crud. Oh, yeah, no, terrible. I would have acne all over my face and my the, head. The biggest disappointment of this storyline is that we just don't get a lot. We I get, know. Like, it feels like we get two minutes per episode of these two. And Every single time they're on screen, it's fucking gold. I know. I feel like I, want, they don't I, have, I wonder if they're just going to be. Yeah, I totally. I was just. I was going to say the same thing. They're going to break up on like day six, right? I that's, know. That's why they're dragging this out. Also, in the next time on, were you shocked to see like his family home? I feel like when they showed us in his like little intro package, it looked like. They like maybe lived in a tent like structure. These these people have money. Like this house looked nice. The family is like ready and waiting for Debbie. They have like a nice home. It looks pretty large. I was like, oh, this is a this is like he's got a sister. This is a whole situation. Maybe Osama maybe Osama is the the youngest child trust fund kid. And work, work, kill creativity, you know, and I don't need to fucking do anything because I'm the I'm the son and I'm going to inherit all this shit anyway. So I'm just going to go do poetry about the Messiah and Debbie. Oh, I just I can't wait. This better fucking be next week. We better meet this family next week. I am not waiting two weeks. You know, I what I was upset about. I was upset that the poem was was so short. I feel like train poetry was eight <laughs> paragraphs long. I think after this, Kim, after this podcast, you should, I know you have a license. You should send the poem to chat GPT, ask it to expand upon it, and then we'll post it in the group just to see, oh, just to see what that, it comes up with. That will take me two seconds. I will do it. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Yeah, God, but I just, I want more of them. I, I just think something happens. They don't they clearly don't have a lot on yeah, these two. Totally. How dying of thirst on you a wander in the dell for forty years. <laughs> All right. the, the desert of my life. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you so sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're going on long walks in your neighborhood or cooking or cleaning the house or driving in the car? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed, either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only 5 bucks a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly about 
one and a half to two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday morning, where we discuss more 90 Day Gossip and other 90 Day shows that are currently airing and other reality TV. Right now, we're finishing up Darcy and Stacy. We're talking about Love is Blind Season 4, which is incredible, and Brother Husbands, and we're just about to start Love in Paradise, The Caribbean. I think it's season four already. And lots of other fun stuff coming this summer. You also get full access to our complete archive of podcasts. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. It's five bucks. It's like less than a Starbucks. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Kyle, final thoughts on the episode. I'm really enjoying the season still. It's good stuff. Loved, loved, loved. Why did God make a all men without boobs? And I'll leave you, I'll leave you with that really deep thought to contemplate. I'll be researching the religious text tonight. Yeah. Meditate uh, on that. You know, meditate in all of your classes on that one central question. And then maybe write a poem about it and read it in an international cafe. In English. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want more Osama and Debbie. Can't I have never been more excited than to see the family meet her. I want to know what they've been told about her. Do they know this is a a lover or do they think this is a oldie exchange program that Osama Uh, is participating in? An English tutor that he hired. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also curious to see if Nicole's new friend Neuron is uh, making another appearance and ultimately leads to her divorce. (laughs) So... (laughs) excited for all those things it's been great thanks for listening thanks guys have fun uh, washing the oil out of your hair and we'll talk to you soon bye bye